This is On the Tee with Anita Marks. This is On the Tee. Now here's your host, Anita Marks. It is the third major of the season. L.A. Country Club. And uh, what a, a tale of two stories it has been. But we are set up for a Hollywood ending. There is no denying that. Let's break it down for you. So the L.A. Country Club comes out and, and this is the first time that they're hosting uh, this major in, in quite a while. Okay. Um, the USGA overseeing, obviously, the, the, uh, the U.S. Open. And unfortunately, day one, due to uh, lack of rough, not sure if uh, you, you, you know the storyline, but I, I guess somebody at, at, who oversees, works for the USGA, said, hey, about a month ago, uh, let's trim the rough. Uh, that way it's uh, by the time, let's trim it now so that by the time the tournament rolls around in about a month, uh, you know, it'll, it'll be pristine. It'll be perfect. Exactly the length, everything that we want. Well, weather conditions in LA did not, um, <laughs> did not cooperate. Mother nature did not cooperate. Uh, you know, it's the, the highs have been in the, in the low, the low sixties, uh, on top of that. So, so the rough did not grow back, uh, in, in the custom and in, in what they were anticipating. So the rough was not very rough and, and still is, is not what it is on a typical U S open course. That's for sure. Uh, on top of that, the first two days, uh, morning showers, a Marine layer, on the golf course. And so it played extremely soft greens were not firm. And so you saw the scores. I mean, Ricky Fowler and, um, Xander Shoffley, both shoot shooting, uh, really U S open record, uh, in regard to what they were able to shoot 62 on Thursday, both of them. So, um, the, the score is even right now we're looking at the leaderboard, uh, Fowler and Wyndham Clark, both at the top of the leaderboard at 10 under, uh, those are the type of scores, not even that the USGA and the US Open see, even on 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 Sunday. So the first two days, very untypical of what you see on in, in a US Open. So what's happened now? Uh, yesterday, the sun came out. The marine layer, not as much. So uh, now you've got Saturday. You had 29, 29 players Saturday that were under par. So now the course changed yesterday, right? Firm, fast greens, it dried out. The back nine on average plus two strokes on Saturday compared to how it played on Thursday and Friday. Only four golfers on Saturday broke 68. So now, and, and as you saw yesterday, Ricky Fowler even Wyndham Clark minus one, Rory minus one, Scotty Scheffler minus two, Harris English plus one, Shoffley plus three, Dustin Johnson plus one. These are the numbers that the USGA was anticipating, and this is what we anticipate. Uh, one of the hardest challenges uh, of the golf season is typically the U.S. Open. So these are the numbers that we anticipate. And heading into today, the final round on Sunday, the sun is going to be out there. It's going to be hot. Uh, pin positions are going to be even more difficult than they were on Saturday. So, boy, uh, is this setting up for, like I said, a typical Hollywood ending and who will uh, be victorious at the end? Um, 
and we're going to break that down for you. So a few things to know. The last 23 winners of the U.S. Open won within four shots of Sunday. Okay? So what does that mean? It means that there are only, and, and this is the trend, and if the trend continues, it means that there's only four dudes that are in contention to win. Ricky Fowler and Wyndham Clark at 10 under, Rory at 9 under, one shot back, and Scotty Scheffler at 7 under, and he's three shots back. Now, Harris English is at 6 under, right? Uh, but nobody's really, not even data golf. Um, we go from data golf giving Scotty Scheffler a 12.8% chance of winning, and then Harris English is there at 6 under uh, at one2 a guy that there's there's two guys on this board. Well, there's one more guy on this board that I, I I do believe needs to have some attention, and that's Dustin Johnson. He's tied for six. He's five under. He's five shots back. I'm not saying that Dustin Johnson is going to win this bad boy, um, but I do like him to finish in the top five. I have been thoroughly impressed with his game this week, um, and specifically what happened to him on Friday. And and I'll dive into that uh, momentarily. But really, heading into today trends um and and probability and again no disrespect to Harris English watch him turn around and win this bad boy um but really there's there's four guys uh, that we're paying attention to and let's start first and foremost with Ricky Fowler right who's never won a major before right he went from at what his high his his best um his best year he was four, the fourth best ranked fourth in the world in golf, and then dumped all the way down to 185th. Got married, had a baby. If you've been listening to me in, in, in this show for quite a few years now, uh, tongue-in-cheek, had some fun with that, and, and, and understandably so. Listen, I, I don't have children. I always say I own dogs. I don't own children. Um, so I don't, know, I don't know what that all entails, uh, but I have the most ut- utmost respect for, for parents. Uh, mothers and fathers, which by the way, it's Father's Day. So happy Father's Day to everybody out there. And I would imagine that there's so much that goes into that, that it takes away from your golf game. Regardless, Ricky Fowler picked up the phone and he called his former coach, Butch Harmon, and said, help, SOS, I need help. They revamped his swing. And here we are. And what a season he's having. Quite a few top 25s, quite a few top 10s. Every tournament that he is teed up in, pretty much, uh, you look at the leaderboard on Sunday, and and he's up there. He's up there in the top 10s. He's up there in the top 20s. Uh, so he's had a phenomenal, phenomenal year. And, and what a great storyline this is. Again, he's, he grew up only just an hour away from the L.A. Country Club. So he's going to have a ton of friends and family there rooting for him. And somebody who's covered the PGA Tour for quite a while, I won't tell you how many years, uh, but quite a while, a mensch, a mensch. Ricky Fowler has to be one of the nicest dudes on tour. You couldn't root for a nicer guy. Right. And the majority of, of <laughs> I said this before, the majority of stuff I own in life is orange uh, because of Ricky Fowler. I, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. And I have been for quite a while, even when he was ranked 185th in the world. <laughs> um, so there is that. Then you've got the storyline. Wyndham Clark is having a phenomenal season. Uh, there's no denying that uh, he won the Wells Fargo. 
He's coming in. He's second in strokes gain off the tee. Driving distance, ninth in strokes gain tee to green. Third in putting. But here's where he's struggling. He's 52nd on approach in the first three days. So as much as I love Wyndham Clark, and, and I've won some money on Wyndham Clark this season, there's no denying that. 52 on approach, especially heading into Sunday, a day where I believe that this course is going to play harder uh, than it has the first three days. I'm fading Wyndham Clark. I'm going to be, I'll be rooting for him in, in, in some way, shape, or form. Prior to the tournament, I put money down that he's going to finish in the top five, top 10, top 20. So I've already won there. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, just the 52nd in approach to me, and look, my dogs agree with me, I'm fading him. Then, then obviously, the, the second biggest storyline is Rory. Let's be honest, right? He shot, uh, he was one under yesterday. Uh, he has three FedEx Cup championships. He has four majors. Uh, he did win the U.S. Open back in 2011, but he has not won a major since 2014. It is a nine-year slump for him. Now, heading in, he's first in strokes gained tee to green off the tee, 11 on approach, and 15th putting. But here's the negative with Rory. He fades on Sunday. It's typically what happens with him. It's what he does. So if you do like Rory, Datagoff loves Rory. Datagoff is giving Rory a 30.8% chance of winning, more so than Ricky Fowler at 28.5%. So Datagoff loves Rory. You know who else loves Rory? The odds makers. Plus 210 if you want to wager that Rory wins this bad boy today. Ricky Fowler plus 260. Plus 260. Now, I've already got money on Ricky Fowler. If you watch me on Daily Wager, uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on ESPN2, uh, I had Ricky Fowler finishing in the top 20. So I'm already, listen, I'm already playing. Uh, a number of the guys that I liked coming in, I'm already playing with house money. I'm, I'm thrilled. I've, I've, I've made a nice chunk of change already uh, in this tournament in regard to how I'm anticipating it to end today. Uh, but if you have not, uh, and and I'm definitely, and, and full disclosure, Rory, third in strokes gain, tee to green, fifth on approach, ninth putting. The way that he's played this course in this tournament and how significant this would be for him to win his first major an hour away from where he grew up with friends and family there on the course and the type of season that he's having. But here's the thing with Ricky. In, in nine times, in nine times that he has come into Sunday at the top of the leaderboard, um, or tied at the top of the leaderboard. He's only won twice. Two of nine. Um, that's a concern. But this is a much different season for this young man um, than, than seasons past. And it's plus 260 if you are feeling Ricky Fowler is going to win this wall-to-wall. Uh, -wall. He's led on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and of course led slash tied uh, at the top of the leaderboard. Um, and then... So uh, that leaves us with Scotty Scheffler, right? Now, Scotty Scheffler, he eagled 17 yesterday, got the chest pump with his caddy. I'm sure you saw the highlight reel. He's got 12 top tens. He's, um, he's just, he's been unbelievable right now heading into today. He's fourth in strokes gained tee to green, seven off the tee and third on approach. Data golf gives him a 12.8% chance of winning today. Here's what has been the issue with Scotty Scheffler, his putter, his flat stick, no bueno. It has not been good. It has been absolutely horrific, to be quite frank. But 
His last few tournaments, he's been finishing in the top five, top 10, regardless of being minus four, minus five strokes due to his putter. Like that's, that's my, that's like, that blows your mind just how well, it just goes to show you he is hands down the best golfer in the world right now. He's playing unbelievable golf, striking the ball better than anyone. He has missed six putts within 10 feet. He has missed eight putts within 10 to 15 feet. But he's still sitting three shots off the lead. You can get Scotty Scheffler right now at four to one. Four to one to win this bad boy. When when is that when are you ever going to get Scotty Scheffler four to one with just three shots off the lead heading into Sunday? Not that often. And that is why that is the bet that I am making today. Scotty Scheffler, four to one. I, I, there, Fowler, Clark, Rory, they have to be really concerned uh, that Scotty is just three shots out. And, and, and another reason, you know, again, I, I, I based on, on, on the, the wagers that I made coming in um, prior to the tournament starting, I'm, I'm really, I'm playing with house money. But to me, Scotty Scheffler is the best, <clears throat> the best, the best golfer in the, on the planet right now. And he's just three shots back. And this course is going to be playing extremely difficult today, especially the back nine. Back nine, if, if, there's, if there's ever a time you want to watch golf, it's going to be later on today, later on this evening, later on late afternoon, and watching these guys make the turn and playing that back nine. That back nine is going to be ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. So uh, this is what it is. Uh, you know, this is how it's unfolded. And it's out there in L.A., and we've got we've got an L.A. Tinseltown Hollywood ending. Uh, can't wait to see uh, what the final chapter will be. Uh, quick break. We come back. John Muscari, head pro of Alpine Country Club, will join us on the program next. Uh, we'll get his picks, his plays. Uh, also get an update in regards to what's going on with Liv and the PGA Tour next. Right here on the tee. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is On the Tee with Anita Marks. Anita Marks with you. On the tee, John Muscari, head pro at Alpine Country Club, joins us now. Uh, John had his uh, ladies member guest um, out at Alpine Country Club this week. I was uh, I was blessed to be invited uh, to play in it, and so um, so that was awesome. John was dressed up as what, what, what I don't what, what were you? It, it was an '80s theme. 
What, what was what, what what rapper would you say bet you best? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I looked like a tra- I looked like a trapper keeper. For those of you who get that reference, I had all sorts of different colors on, going in all different directions, and I don't know if I'll ever wear that outfit again. But it was fun, and we enjoyed having you as part of our tournament. Anita. Good morning. So, so folks who don't know Alpine Country Club, uh, their uh, their greens run at about a fourteen or fifteen for this for this tournament that he hosted. They were like more of like a, a ten. I felt like I was playing at the L.A. Country Club for the U.S. Open on Thursday when I was playing at your club. Yeah, it was well, nice. You have to remember, the, the golf course is a, is a living organism, and Mother Nature always doesn't uh, do what we expect, and she does her own thing and what she wants, and we're seeing that at L.A. Country Club, and we saw that at Alpine with, with the conditions, but they were still great, and who knows? I mean, this golf course has transformed itself in three days. You went from soft you know, conditions on Thursday with we saw some record numbers, um, of sub-70 scores and then the two record 62s. And then, it's as you mentioned, it started to get sunny and that marine layer broke away and it got firm and drives begin to bounce and shots that were so-so found trouble and your little three-foot tap-ins weren't so easy anymore. And, and I was really interested to see how the back – I thought the back really became tough yesterday. As you mentioned, I think there were four or five players who broke 68 after a bunch did it in the previous two rounds and some more heat today and some more, you know, LA sunshine will get the conditions even firmer. Um, you know, the USGA is going to have some tough pin positions up their sleeves for today too. And the greens are going to get crispy. So it should be a, <laughs> a dramatic Hollywood finish, I guess is a, a good way to say it. Absolutely. And the back nine is, uh, is just going to be an absolute beast. So that's going to be fun, especially for us out here on the, on the, on the East coast to watch, over dinner, prime time, um, that's for sure. So, you know, let, let, let's talk about the guys at the top of the leaderboard. I, I know that you and I are kind of uh, lockstep in regard to the four that we think have the potential of winning. Fowler, obviously, has been magnificent uh, the first three days. Callie Kidd, this would be a great storyline. Rory's a, a great storyline. Uh, everybody knows how great Scotty is, but n- nobody's really giving a lot of love to Wyndham Clark. Um <laughs> not even the odds makers. Twenty three percent chance of winning, and and his odds at three to one. Uh, your thoughts on Wyndham Clark? Or you know, out of the four, um, he's getting the least amount of love, John. Yeah, I think he's only getting that little amount of love because of the other horses that are around him. Um, when you've got Scotty and Rory and Ricky playing so well. Wyndham is a certified flusher. I mean, the guy has become one of the best iron players on tour. He's having a tremendous season. He's going to make the Ryder Cup team, which is no small feat. Um, I thought he showed some serious stones after a tough bogey on 17. You know, he took the drop from that Barranca really quickly. Like, he wasn't going to try to hit it out of this and make a big number. He's like, I'm going to take my medicine, took the drop. He actually had to place it because the hill was so severe. And he goes in and makes birdie on 18 to get into the last group on Sunday. I think he's a little more comfortable in this situation than before. He's friends with Ricky. They played together yesterday. I'm sure he'll be fine out there. But I think the odds are just a matter of the other players that are in the hunt. What do you think's going through Ricky's mind right now, right? Never won a major, has an opportunity now of winning a major an hour from where he grew up. Friends and family are going to be there. He's had an amazing season, but, like, did he get any sleep last night, John? 
I think he did. I think uh, if, if you listen to him in his, in his press conference, he's talked about how confident he's playing. He's like the most comfortable he's ever felt, and he's not scared about what the outcome is on Sunday. So, you know, he's going to wake up Monday morning either way. Whether he wins or he's going to give his best effort, but it's not the end-all, be-all. And I think that's just a testament to him coming full circle. You know, he's been in such a slump the last four years. Um, got all the way down to 185th last fall in the, the world rankings. Reached out to Butch Harmon, his former coach. They kind of pieced together a, his, a little bit of his old swing, but a lot of new stuff. And, man, he, he's been – like this could be like not wire to wire. This could be like from first tee in the ground to the end finish. He had a wild second round with eight birdies, kind of a ho-hum round yesterday. But, man, this could be like the exclamation point on like putting an end to the Ricky slump. And I think he's, he's swinging so well. He's got great rhythm. He made two bombs yesterday. Like a, He made that 30-something footer on seven and then a 70-foot putt on 13, which helped him. Um, I think he used to go out and play great today. I don't think he's going to back into it. I think he's got to put the foot on the gas, but first lead in a major after 54 holes. I think he's excited. Really, really unbelievable. All right, with that being said, John, uh, who do you have winning this bad boy today? Who do you like out of those four? Oh, man, it's so hard. I mean, like we, you mentioned that you have to be within four shots, and we know the winner's going to come from the top four, as, as you mentioned. Again, like I could picture each of them winning, holding the trophy. It's a very up-in-the-air tournament. In true Hollywood fashion, the ending is going to be a mystery. Will there be a dramatic finish? Will there be an unexpected victor from behind the curtain? I love Rory. I think he's going to win today. He leaves the field in ball striking. Let's be honest. He coughs up a few shots he shouldn't have. He leaves the field in greens and regulation. He's giving himself great looks on the approach shots. If he could just get a few, like, 15 to 20 footers to go in, which they should be for birdies. He's only one back. He may need to play a little offense. But I think you're going to see the same conservative approach that he's showed all week with his, you know, not ripping driver everywhere, but when the opportunities present himself, be aggressive. I think the stars are aligning for him. Look at his rounds. He really hasn't made very many putts. So the ball striking show will continue. The putter will get hot. Major number five for Rory today. So John Mascari likes Rory, and so does Data Golf, giving him a 30% chance of winning uh, at plus 210. I'm on Scotty, um, three shots back. And, and a lot of this is value. And, and I said, this is, I, I opened up the show. A number of the guys that I like, like I've got Ricky Fowler and, and Tony Finau. I had Hatton, a lot of these guys finishing in the top 20, top 10, top five. So I, I'm playing with house money right now, but how often do we get Scotty Scheffler in striking distance? Uh, only three shots back at four to one. Um, that, yeah, that's having that's, one of the best ball striking years on, on the tour. Like I yeah. would say he's, playing some of the best golf we've seen in decades and at that money, right? That's a, that's a pretty good bet. So, uh, so, so that's, that's, that's how I'm flowing. Um, also some, some side bets here, uh, Decky to finish in the top 10. He's first in strokes gain T to green, uh, in the, in the past three days. So, uh, and he's tied for 12th. So I think that does continue. He shot a, a, a three under yesterday and you could get that at plus two thirty. I also like his match over Cam Smith at plus 120. So, um, and, and also, I, I already put this down, uh, I want to say after Thursday's round, but DJ, 
to finish in the top five at plus 180. Those are some of the other wagers that I'm making. Uh, John, happy Father's Day to you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you very much. You've got a beautiful family, beautiful kids. Um, hopefully you're doing something special today. Yeah, they're, they're up making me breakfast right now. Actually, they're still sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you being on the show. Again, John Mascari joining us, head pro at Alpine Country Club here on the T. And happy Father's Day from 98.7 ESPN from your tri-state Acura dealers, precision crafted performance for exceptional lease and finance offers. Visit Acura.com. And of course, uh, this portion of On the T brought to you by Galloping Hill Golf Course. Uh, we'll be right back. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This is On the Tee with Anita Marks. Joining us now, Keith Stewart, uh, PGA professional. And uh, at this point, Keith, you're on with us so often. I'm like, do I even have to like... Uh, you know, spew out your credentials. Uh, we know how great you are, and we're so appreciative because you are typically more times than not our eyes and ears on the ground. And you were out there in L.A. at the L.A. Country Club, um, of course, this week, and uh, and it was great uh, to have you on uh, previous shows as well. But uh, let's look back before we look forward, right? Uh, the first two days, and we talked about it, right, the, the marine layer uh, that was affecting the course, the morning showers, the fact that the rough did not grow back uh, in the last month as they were anticipating. So scores went really low. And of course, big news on Thursday that Ricky Fowler and, uh, and, and Shoffley were able to, to, to shoot a 62. Boy, has that changed based on what we saw yesterday, right? Uh, without a doubt. And, um, you know, typical of our world, you know, if we don't overreact, it's not reacting. But uh, <laughs> you know, and after day after day one, we had 32 players under par, and as it stands right now, we have 19 players under par after 54 holes. Uh, the sun came out, the course baked out, and uh, I think that if anything, you know, par is a relative term, Anita, and I've dealt with it my whole career. And 
It's just one of those things where people can't get hung up on it too much. At the end of the day, look at this leaderboard, Fowler, McElroy, Scheffler, DJ, Xander, and a couple of the names thrown in. Um, what more would you want for Father's Day and the, and the final round of the U.S. Open in a major American market? Yeah, happy Father's Day to you, by the way, uh, Keith. Always Ooh. great having you on, like I said, really, and appreciate you spending some time with us on a very special day. So um, so uh, Saturday, yesterday, uh, the course played a lot more firm, a lot more fast, uh, especially the back nine um, played uh, plus two shots more than it did uh, as a whole collectively uh, than, than Thursday and Friday. So today, heading into Sunday, more of the same, right? Like the sun's going to be out there. It's going to be hot. They're going to have some tough pin positions. Explain to the folks out there listening why that's so important for the USGA. Like why does the USAG, why, USGA, why do they pride themselves on making golfers' lives miserable? Well, I don't know so much that it's making golfers' lives miserable. I think we're, we all have PhDs in that for ourselves. I mean, anyone that tees it up and plays the game knows, you know, it's a little bit of self-torture. But um, I think what the USGA is trying to do is create the most well-rounded examination of the game. And when they choose these venues, you know, they, they also want to let the venue kind of be itself. So, you know, the first day, I, I think that there's always a lot of questions as to where they could put certain pins and you're always going to see a lot of um, uh, the USGA tournament committee being very cautious. And as they found out that these guys are really good. Well, as the days have gone on, you can see they've taken more risks with the pin positions. And if you look at the whole location sheet for this afternoon um, out there in L.A., I mean, some of these whole locations are just absolutely obnoxious. They're going to be so much fun to watch. I mean, the, the third hole, these guys have been chewing up. It's been one of the easiest holes on the golf course for the first three days. And now they have it down there in the, uh, in the root of that molar green down there between the, in the front right between the two bunkers. So, you know, will guys be able to attack there with a wedge? We shall see. But it's fun to watch these things take place, just like it was fun to watch the shortest par three hole yesterday on 15 um, in U.S. Open history at 81 yards. So, I, you know, it, it's one of those things where the golf tournament is over four days. So let's uh, – Let's let the USGA do their job for four days and let's see what they come up with. Again, Keith Stewart joining us here uh, on the tee. All right, again, let's take a look at the leaderboard. Ricky Fowler, and full disclosure, folks who listen to me and have known me for a while know that Ricky Fowler is and has been my favorite golfer on tour for uh, the last five to seven years. Uh, and, of course, we saw his game uh, go into the toilet, right? He went from fourth in the world to 185th in the world, finally picked up the phone, called Butch Harmon, his former coach, and they revamped his swing. And here we are right now with an opportunity for Ricky Fowler to win his first major. A Cali kid grew up an hour away from the LA Country Club. Um, was uh, was even on Saturday. He's third in strokes gained tee to green, fifth on approach, ninth putting. He's had a phenomenal season. Uh, how much sleep do you think he got last night? What 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 are your thoughts about Ricky Fowler uh, winning this uh, from Thursday all the way through Sunday? Well, let's see. Uh, it's his tenth time with a 54-hole lead uh, on the PGA Tour. He's converted two of those previous nine, and it's the first time he's done it in a major. 
Uh, Butch has definitely turned him around. You know, he's he's been he's been tied 17th or better in seven of his last eight starts. And since 2000, I mean, I think he's got history on his side at this point. He's looked calm, cool, and collected uh, since 2000. Um, anyone that's had the lead or the share of the lead at the U.S. Open over the first three rounds has converted five out of eight times. So with all that being said, uh, Ricky's still got to be the favorite. You know, he's got to be the guy that um, everyone's got to go, got to go chase. And I know Rory's just one stroke behind, but Rory's last two Sundays haven't been too impressive. If anyone is there to really be worried about, um, it's got to be Scotty Scheffler, but he gets a three-stroke lead to start out. So um, I like Ricky's position, and uh, that's no slight, you know, no slight to Wyndham Clark, but Wyndham Clark, you know, has had what seven previous major starts, and his best finish is like T75. So it's one of those things where um, I think Ricky's been there before. I think. You know, Ricky understands that he's bottomed out in his career and he's back. And uh, boy, oh boy, I tell you, what would be a better Hollywood ending than Ricky Fowler's comeback to take place at Los Angeles Country Club? I, I know you'd sign on for that, Anita. Absolutely. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the guy. Everything, everything that I, my, my golf balls that I play with are orange. Um, my tees are orange. Um, a, a lot of stuff in my life. My, <laughs> I'm sitting here in my in my studio, and and I have my luggage over here in the corner because I just got back from a trip, um, and my um my my baggage is orange. Like like a lot of my stuff is orange just because, um, how much I I really would 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 follow and admire Ricky Fowler. Granted, he's not sporting the orange anymore. It seems to be pink. Uh, I don't know what that means about my life and how that's going to change. But nonetheless. Uh, Data Golf gives him a 28% chance of winning. If you do want to wager on Ricky Fowler, it's plus 260 right now. R- Data Golf gives Rory the percentage boost at 30.8% to win. He's got three FedEx Cup championships, four majors. Uh, granted, as you said, he's typically known to fade on Sunday. He has not won a major since 2014. He's at nine under, so he's one shot back. You could wager on him at plus 210. So it's it's interesting. Not only does Data Golf give him the more probability of winning, the odds makers do as well. Are you just, are, are based on, on what you saw, he's first in strokes game, uh, tee to green, uh, off the tee, 11 on approach, fifth, 15th in regard to putting. Um, are, are you just banking it on, on we just, he just has not been able to close the deal in a major since uh, in, in the last nine years. Is, is that why you're fading him? Well, you, you know, I love to dig into the odds board and they have Scotty head to head in that twosome as a pretty heavy favorite. Scotty's minus 155 and Rory's plus 130. If you just take the two of them. Now I get it. Rory has a two stroke advantage and they're just pa- comparing head to head scores. But it seems to me like, you know, Basically, that penultimate pairing right there is where they think maybe the, the winner's going to come from. Um, it'll be interesting to see the way this thing plays out. Scotty, he cracked his driver. He found a new driver. He struck it similar to how Scotty's been striking it, tee to green, uh, over the last, uh, I don't know, year. And, um, you know, the, the putter's been reasonable for Scotty. Um, it, it's, uh, he holds out for Eagle. He has this tension all of a sudden for the dramatic, more so than Rory has had over the last nine years in the major championships. 
So I am. I mean, I'm fading Rory today just because of history and recent history that on Sundays he has failed to show up. Um, I would say that my money of the top guys. So Azinger was going nuts over this last night in the coverage. Uh, in the last 24 years, the winner has been within four shots of the lead. Right. So that leaves us with, with, with Harry, Scotty, Rory, Wyndham, and Ricky, right? So if that, if that trend holds true, and those are the five guys I've got to choose from, uh, my money's going to go on Scotty over Rory. Uh, and by the way, how often can you say this, heading into the final round, where again, Scotty Scheffler is just three shots off the lead, uh, and he eagled 17. Uh, Putting-wise, now here's, here's the thing. He's missed six putts within 10 feet. And he's missed eight putts within 10 to 15 feet. He's putting better than we've seen in the last six tournaments, but still not, quote unquote, up to par to possibly win a major. He's fourth in strokes gain total, seven off the tee, three on approach. Datagoff gives him a 12% chance of winning this bad boy. But how often can you get Scotty Scheffler four to one, four to one, Keith, heading into Sunday with just three shots back? Not often. Anita, I, last night when he made the eagle, I went right to the board. I got him nine to one, which was greater, okay, than his number to start the week. And, and that's why you have to pay attention to in-play betting. I mean, it's so crucial. The idea that I, that he started the tournament at six and a half to one, and last night I grabbed him at nine, and look where he sits now. He sits at what uh, four to one going in. So it, it's, uh, I mean, he's the number one player in the world. If, he's, if he remains positive putting, uh, he will be in it to the end. Uh, the only guy, you know, played the last two holes three under par yesterday. So he's got a little momentum, whereas, you know, Ricky lift out that putt on 18. Um, like I said, in the top five, I, I think he's the guy you want to watch the closest. Really quick before we let you go, uh, I, I know you were really big on DJ Justin Johnson uh, plus one yesterday, and, and obviously very impressive, even though he got a quadruple bogey on two, was still able to finish even par on, on, on the round, which was the first time that had happened in 30 years on tour. But you can still wager that DJ is going to finish in the top five at plus 180. Is that a wager that you would make? You know, there's two other guys I have targeted for. I'd already, I've already invested in Dustin as of the other day. So here's two different ones that I would keep an eye on for today. You can get Hideki for a top 10 at plus 230. All right. Tita Green, he's up there at the top of the field. And uh, the other guy is Bryson with a top 10 for plus 120. Uh, he's positive in all strokes game categories. He's a previous U.S. Open winner. Um, those are two guys that I've targeted today. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where so let the guys go out, let, let everything kind of fall where it may. Uh, I jumped on a top 20 for Terrell Hatton going into the rest of the tournament uh, after Friday night. Okay, Anita? He finished on Saturday. He shot 61-1 under par. He finished on Saturday at the time of his round when he completed it. He was T38. He now sits on the board at T20. So there's going to be a lot of carnage this afternoon on that back nine. You know, the front nine has played almost, almost 300 birdies easier there's been 719 birdies on the front nine versus 425 on the back nine let this whole thing play out there's a couple there's a couple uh fun ones with which to watch and um 
well, hey, we've broken down the top of the board already. I hope for your sakes and for Ricky Fowler and the comeback that he definitely does pull it off. LACC, um, with all the criticism in my mind, has been just a tremendous, tremendous host and venue. And uh, I hope they get a, a storybook ending today. Last one, uh, in, and that is the tea times, right? They're teeing off so late. 3.40 p.m. And, and, of course, we're talking about Ricky Fowler and, and, and uh, the, the, the four that we're talking about. Uh, they're teeing off at, at 3.30, 3.40 p.m. Pacific time, 6.30, 6.40. It's prime time for those out on the, on the East Coast, which is fantastic, but they're finishing in the dark. Why, why are the tea times so late? Well, they do that on Saturday just to catch the primetime audience. Uh, there'll be an hour earlier today, so don't set your clocks back. It's not that day, but uh, the, the last group goes off at 2.30 p.m., um, so that's 5.30 p.m. because they're, the USGA is at least smart enough to figure out they need an extra hour at the end. Yes, they finished barely. Sunset, when I was out there, was about 10 after 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so which is about 11 here. It looks like they, they're planning on figuring finishing uh, around 10 o'clock tonight um, out there uh, if they don't have a playoff. So uh, an hour earlier today, Anita. So, okay. So I stand corrected. So right now, Rory and Scotty are going to be teeing off around 520. Wyndham Clark and Ricky Fowler are going to be teeing off at 530, and that's Eastern time. So like you said, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, be watching, I'll be watching them make the turn uh, during dinner. That's great, Keith. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> appreciate it. Well, uh, Go ahead. No, I, it is what it is. You know, we'll watch it anytime. I know you'll watch Ricky Fowler if he was at midnight, so it's all good. I'll watch him at 3 a.m., of course, and I'll be cheering him on. Uh, Keith, always a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much. Anita, till the next time. Uh, for me, it's off to the Travelers on Monday. You got it, and, and we'll have you back on then. Uh, you're listening to On the Tee, getting you ready for the final round of the U.S. Open right here on ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 
This is On the Tee with Anita Marks. On the Tee. Leaderboard presented by Rock Spring Golf Club. Actually heading out there to play this week. So really excited about that. And we've been talking about it all show long. Really the the four guys uh, that are most important is Fowler and Clark, both at the top of the leaderboard at 10 under, Rory at 9 under, one shot back, and Scotty Scheffler at 7 under. Harris English, with all due respect, uh, at 6 under. Dadagoff only gives him a 1.2% chance of winning. Shoffley didn't have a great round yesterday, plus 3. So now, unfortunately, uh, out of that window of contention, based on the trends that we've seen, uh, the 23 straight last U.S. Open champions have come from only four shots back. Um, and then you've got Dustin Johnson sitting there at tied for six with Shoffley as well. Uh, he was plus one yesterday. Some other guys, Cam Smith tied for ninth. DeChambeau as well tied for ninth. Hovland tied for 12th at two under. Decky tied for 12th at two under. Colin Morikawa's up there in the top 15 along with Cantlay and Finau and Fitzpatrick. So uh, Hatton was a guy that I really, I, I put money down that I thought maybe he would be able to win this bad boy. He, he's tied for 20th at, uh, at even, along with Brooks Kepka, um, who's tied for 20th as well. So just to kind of give you an idea, some of the names. John Rahm, not having a great tournament here. He's tied for 38th. Hopefully he can finish and, and stay in the top 40. Some guys who did not make the cut. Spieth did not make the cut. A lot of people thought that uh, that really felt felt really good about Spieth uh, making some noise here this week, and he did not. Max Homa uh, missed the cut. Power missed the cut as well. Corey Connors, just to name a few of the other guys uh, who did. Adam Scott, who could not extend Kitayama, who could not extend their play into Saturday and Sunday, just looking at the leaderboard. So again, um, leaderboard update brought to you by Rock Spring Golf Club there in West Orange. Uh, golf fans, check out Rock Spring Golf Club in New Jersey. Make sure you do that. So as always, uh, we like to end the show. I like to give you a weather report. New York, New Jersey, tri-state area heading into this week. Um, uh, tomorrow is supposed to be absolutely fantastic, along with Wednesday and Thursday. Your three best days to play golf and tee it up Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Not a cloud in the sky, beautiful weather conditions, uh, good temperatures. Tuesday, we've got a 30% chance of rain. Friday and Saturday, we have a 40% chance of rain. So um, so just keep that in mind. Uh, the days that you definitely want to get get out there and, and play Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, of course, if work permits. Uh, schedule-wise, after the U.S. Open, the fellas, they head back west. Travelers Championship in Connecticut. Unfortunately, uh, not a lot of tournaments, if any, here in New York and New Jersey this season, which really stinks, let's be honest. Uh, So this is the closest tournament that you could uh, go and watch the PGA Tour professionals play. And again, it's the Travelers uh, taking place at TPC River Highlands in Connecticut, and that will be next weekend. Then you have the Rocket Mortgage Classic, the match, coming your way on June 29th where the NBA goes up against the NFL. The John Deere Classic, uh, and then, um, and then of course, way our final major of the season. The fourth and final is the Open at Royal Liverpool Golf Club. So uh, Cameron Smith looking to defend his title there, and so that will be our our final and last uh, major. And then of course, the FedEx Cup champion uh, championship starts, um, and that will be August tenth in Memphis, TPC Southwind. Then the BMW Championship. 
taking place. And then the tour championship, as always, it ends there at the East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta, Georgia. So that's what the schedule looks like. Still not, you know, it's, I, I love our sports calendar, right? Golf, golf season dwindles down right around the same time that uh, the NFL um, gets going again and is active, as I like to call it, active and attractive. In regard to the FedEx Cup standings, John Rahm at the top of the FedEx Cup standings, Scotty Scheffler on his coattails. Interesting, if Scotty wins today, obviously he will leapfrog over John Rahm, but that's one in two for you. Then you got Max Homa, who unfortunately, again, did not make the cut. Hovland at four, Finau at five, Nick Taylor, uh, Siwoo Kim, Jason Day, Rory, uh, in, in the top 10, obviously, if Rory wins today, he will uh, catapult. He will move up on that FedEx Cup point standings. Wyndham Clark, Patrick Cantlay, Keegan Bradley, uh, Shoffley on the outside of 10 looking in. We'll see what happens today for him. He does well. Obviously, he'll bump back into the top 10. Sam Burns, Hatton, uh, just to name a few. So that's what your FedEx Cup standings look like. And last but not least, let's give a shout out to the ladies who next weekend, June 22nd and the 25th, will be the Women's PGA Championship taking place at Baltistraw Golf Club, the lower course in Springfield, New Jersey. So that will be close. Uh, hopefully uh, you'll go out there and, and, and watch the ladies tee it up. And again, that will be the Women's PGA Championship at Baltistraw. Fantastic. And then a few weeks after that, they head back out west to Pebble for the U.S. Women's Open. So the next two tournaments for the women the PGA Championship, and the U.S. Women's Open. So some really exciting golf ahead for the LPGA Tour. Uh, That about sums up our show. Again, if you're pulling at the heartstrings like I am when it comes to Ricky Fowler, plus 260 to win. I've already got him finishing in the top 20, so I'm playing with house money. But boy, am I going to be rooting for Ricky Fowler. Financially, how am I wagering on this? It's Scotty Scheffler. Best in the world, striking the ball better than anyone probably ever has on tour, even better than Tiger. I think you can make an argument. He's only three shots back of the lead, and I can get him at four to one. So just value alone, four to one with the best golfer who walks the planet. Uh, that's where my money is rolling on this Sunday morning. And uh, along with uh, along with Key Stewart, I'm all over Decky to finish in the top 10 at plus 230. So... That about sums it up. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in, getting you ready for the final round. Uh, enjoy this evening. It will be prime time. How great is that? Enjoy your Father's Day dinner while you're watching the end of the U.S. Open and the final round. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to uh, On the Tee right here on 98.7 ESPN.